hello, hello, and welcome to the Be Healthy and Thrive podcast. I am your host, Brianna Wilkerson from Made Well. I'm holistic health and life coach and essential oils advocate on a mission to really empower you to be healthy and thrive in all areas of your life. So this podcast is all about that. It's all about seeing you thrive in more than just your physical health, but in your emotional, mental, spiritual, financial, relational, and vocational health. So you'll find solo episodes, interviews, as well as panel episodes, all designed to really encourage you and move you forward in your whole health and life. You'll also find bonus essential oil features really empowering you to know how to use essential oils in your everyday life. So I'm so glad you're here. And be sure to share the podcast, subscribe to the podcast, and let me know your thoughts. So let's get started. All right, everyone, welcome back to the Be Healthy and Thrive podcast. My name is Brianna Wilkerson. I am your host, and I have with me Nicole Krantz, blogger at Eggs and Donuts, and also starting her little fit and free thing soon, but one thing at a time. Uh, and today we're talking about part four of this series around restoring your relationship with yourself. And Nikki and I were talking just now about what we talked about, and we thought the main thing, you can talk about many things, but is comparison yeah. and how that breaks our relationship with ourselves. And so Nikki, maybe you could just share with us your journey with comparison. And it could be in the other areas we talked about or just in general and how that's affected your relationship with yourself. Definitely. Um, so, Hey guys. (laughs) Um, yeah, just, I think it takes a very secure person. Um, I mean, everybody's different where their journey has been at in life. Um, but I, I know that I've met very confident and secure people where I've noticed, not to say that, oh, they don't struggle with this at all, not in that way, but I, I've noticed that from person to person, from to person, each person deals with comparison differently. Like I have a lot of friends that are pretty secure in who they are and the way that they've dealt with like the opportunities they could have compared themselves and they didn't because they love themselves like in a way that inspires me. But me personally, I've definitely dealt with comparison like my whole life. And that comes from an inward battle of perfection. Um, That comes from an inward battle of like, I'm someone that I must always present and do my very best. And if I do not, then it equals my worth. Like I, if I do something perfectly, I am worth a hundred percent. Like I am perfect. I am awesome. Not say I think I'm perfect, but if I do something perfectly and I, I did it to the best of my ability and it was a huge success, that equals my worth. And if it was something that I didn't do as well that I would have wanted to, that equals my worth. Like that, I don't know where it comes from. I think that it's just something where I never really, I remember I never really used to be that way. I used to like really slack off in school. I didn't really care until my teacher pulled me aside and said like, you are capable of so much more than what you are doing and you need to stop. Like you need to stop settling. You need to stop giving up. Like you need to actually do what you are capable of doing because I see the capability in you. And someone spoke good, positive truth into me. And I just remember everything shifted in my life after that to where I put my best effort into everything I touch. And I think that's a positive quality. But at the same time, if you see someone do something better than you, better, my, my vision of better, my version of better, um, or differently, but it's like smarter than what you would have done, or it's an idea that you didn't have, you're like, I'm not qualified for this. Yeah, see, like, this is why this person should do it. Like, I just, I don't bring anything to the table just because I'm so afraid 
a falling back to this place where I'm not giving my best, you know? And, um, so where I was when I was in like in ninth grade, when I wasn't giving my best, I since then have given my best and everything and it's paid off with great dividends, you know, but I also think it's unhealthy because there are always going to be greater and lesser people than yourselves. There's a saying that my mom used to tell me when I was younger, there's a long poem called Desiderata. And one of the lines in that poem says, there will always be people greater and lesser than yourselves. And not in the way that it's not in that the person is worth less than you, or they're worth more than you. Not in that way. Meaning there are people that will always have better ideas than you. And there are people that you may be stronger at certain things than another person. Like, no one is ever going to be at the same level as you. And I had to accept that because I'm like, you're right. Like some people are stronger in certain areas than I am, but that doesn't make me useless or worthless. Like I bring what I bring to the table and it's different from this person. It's different from this person, but it doesn't make me less or better than, than them, you know, like maybe someone attaches onto information differently than me and they had an idea that's different, but not necessarily better, just different that that matters too. And the way that I see something or do something like is different from the way that person would have thought about it, but that doesn't make me better than them. It just makes me a part of the same puzzle. Like a puzzle is not complete until all the pieces are there. You know, like it's just a picture with a couple of pieces missing and it's not complete and I matter. I'm a part of this puzzle. So my, experiences, my viewpoints, my ways of doing things, my habits, my personality, like whatever, like everything that makes up me matters to this big grand scheme, you know, and um, I had to get a lot of affirmation in my life of people reminding me of who I am and why it matters because I've compared myself, I still do, but I mean, I, it's less than it used to be when I was like younger, you know, but I used to compare myself all the time, whether it was physically um, whether it was like spiritually, um, whether it was, and I still get caught up in that game sometimes, whether it was spiritually or whether it's physically or like, um, like with my intelligence or just, you know, whatever, like financially, you have people that are ahead of you and you're the same age. You're like, what, you know? So, but that's not fair because every, no one has walked the life that you have walked. And I saw that quote somewhere recently that nobody has walked in your footsteps. Nobody has walked the exact same walk that you have walked where it's exactly the same. Nobody has walked it. So except you. And so I like, I really latched onto that because I'm like, that's not fair for me to compare myself to anyone or for them to compare themselves to me because how I got here and where I am is a complete unique journey of my own. And it's their unique journey and their unique journey. And you have to appreciate that because that's where you need to be. And that's what your part is to play in this puzzle. And we all matter, you know, and that's, that's the, the point that I've arrived at, but I'm still going through that. Even like just every now and then I'll be like, oh my gosh, why aren't I whatever, like so-and-so or whatever. And I'm like, no, I, and I stop myself in the same sentence. I'm like, no, I can't do that. Like, that's not fair, you know, but it's been a long journey of just understanding my part to play. And that did not come overnight. That did not come overnight. That came from a lot of people that had my best intentions at heart speaking truth about who I am into my life that came from people that really love me and care about me and see the good in me and see my strengths and they would speak that into me to help me see it and remember it you know and taking even taking something some people taking for us taking things that help me to understand more about myself and what I bring to the table 
that helped me to be more confident in who I am. You know, I took a personality test in college and I, I, I mean, of course this will change over and over again. I'm sure if I took it again, it might be something different. But when I took like this 50 question um, personality test, I came out with a result that was called a type eight, a challenger. And basically I have the capacity to be used for good or used for bad is my personality type where I'm not, I'm not in the middle. I'm not a middle ground person. I'm an extremist. I'm on one side of the spectrum or the other side of the spectrum. And that's so true because I see that in my life. And I mean, it didn't just tell me I'm a challenger. It broke down what that meant and gave me more details. And I took another personality test in one of my classes in my senior year. Um, and I took the first one, my freshman year, and I got something similar that, you know, like I, I lead people and I, I, I actually have this strong personality type where I feel it's my job to defend people or to speak on behalf of people. And I see that in my life. I'm like, yeah, yeah. And so like doing those kinds of things actually helped me piece together who I am and what my role is in this grand picture of life. And it made me not think about like how Brianna is actually different in her way. And like she, she's her personality type and then, you know, matches his personality type. It didn't make me be like, oh, I should be more like them. It didn't make me do that anymore because I realized how important my role was and made me appreciate their role and how different they were for me. So um, just reaffirming who you are really, really, really helps and seeing your strengths, not your weaknesses or what you lack. That really made me see that like I, I matter and I don't need to compare, you know, so has my, been my journey. So good. Oh, I think it's my mic. Oh, I'm gonna. Okay. Anyways, I'm not gonna move, and that won't do anything. But yeah, I agree that like, uh, each of us are different, and our journeys are different, and so we can look to others and say, "Hmm, that's how they did this. Maybe that will work for me." But yeah. sometimes it won't. So even in my business, it's like I've looked to others and say, "Like this is what they've done," and I've tried some things. I'm like, mm, "That doesn't fit me." And something's, oh, this really does, you know, but I shouldn't just do it because this is what everyone else is doing. And that's what's going to get me ahead. Like that's the wrong way to go about it. Then you're running around with chicken and no head. But I think one thing that I really love is that I wrote a blog post a while back, um, maybe last year around this time called comparison is the death of potential. And it's basically a thought from Miles Monroe who wrote maximize your potential. And he, that's where I do a lot of my purpose work around up is around that book and that idea that, you know, the moment we start comparing ourselves to others is the moment we kill the potential within us is that we are so much trying to like fit in instead of stand out and be our unique self because of our, we don't want to be vulnerable. We don't want to be ashamed. We don't want to, because a lot of times when people reject us, we're thinking they're rejecting us. They might be rejecting our thing. They might not be rejecting us. And if they are rejecting us, that's fine. Then we're not meant to be friends, right? Yeah. Whatever. So I think, uh, I just think that really asking ourselves what's really going on. Am yeah. I comparing because I'm coming at a very insecure place right now and I'm feeling like what I'm doing isn't enough? And if so, how can I, how can I do that before doing something else, before making this decision or, you know, doing this thing because I feel like I should. Right. Um, and so, and I love what you're saying. Yeah. Cause you're very different. We have very different personalities in the sense that like you are a challenger, I'm not really a helper anymore. I'm more of a loyalist, which is a number six, but just the idea, oh, actually, you're more of an achiever. <laughs> I retook the test, more of an achiever. Mm -hmm. And that I feel like is really true. And not to say that I don't have helping like qualities, but I remember looking as a helper, I remember being like, man, I wish I wasn't a helper. Kind of sounds like 
all these people are doing some, some cool things. And I'm like, I just want to serve. And that's great. But I've shifted. And I think that's what's really interesting is that you shift based on certain seasons in lives. Your life, yeah. And so now I'm more of like, well, I'm after certain goals in my life, in my business. And that I'm like, okay, I need to seem to achieve more. So then, you know, my achiever is really, really high. And there's drawbacks to that too. And so I think uh, just looking at who you are and discovering who you are as a person is so important. So yeah, and even the series that I'm doing now is recording, you're on Catalyze Your Purpose. That's the first step is discovering who you are as a person and whether it's taking the Enneagram, whether it's taking Myers-Briggs test or your strengths finder, it's, it's very important to know who you are and let that lead you wherever you're going to go. Yeah. Yeah. So... I think that would be our biggest tip. I mean, I'll put the links to um, that freebie and you can take those tests as well. But I do think it's just really asking yourself, who am I and how do I start to affirm more of who I am versus who I'm not? Yeah. Because when you start to affirm who you are, then you're going to know clearly like, oh, that's what they're doing, but it's not for me. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So. What's the verse that you were telling me about earlier? Mm-hmm. Let me get it. Um, first Corinthians 12, the whole chapter just talks about this, but basically, um, God has placed different parts in the body, each one of them he wanted, each one of them you need. If we were all one part, where would the body be? Like, who am I to say to the finger, you're just a finger while I'm the eye when you need your finger and your eye, right? And no part is lesser in the, in God's eyes and in the body of Christ, right? And the same thing is in, in society and as humans and relationships, it's just, no part is lesser. We all just play a different part. And we need actually each other to fulfill the whole mission, the whole part. Whole picture them. Yeah. That's right. So like you're going to knock the garbage man. You're going to knock the janitor. You're going to knock the housekeeper. It doesn't seem like the best glorious job in the world, but where would you be? You'd be living in a really nasty, like dirty society with germs and disease everywhere. If you didn't have people cleaning up after your mess. You know, so like their jobs matter, you know, um, but then when you ask someone like, oh, you know what? Like, I want to be a garbage man when I grow up. Like nobody says that, right? Because they think of that as something less, but I'm like, oh yeah, like where would you be if you didn't have the garbage men? If you didn't have like janitors, if you didn't have people cleaning up after you, like it just seems gross, right? But like, like the bottom feeder type of job, but actually it's not. Like every job that you have, you better do it with like all your might and do your very best effort at it. Because when I walk into a clean bathroom, I thank whoever cleaned it. I don't know who, if they're not there, I'm thanking them. I'm thanking God for them because I'm like, thank you for keeping this bathroom clean because it matters to me, you know, like, so like that. And I, think, I think that's so interesting because you notice, I think we as human notice when things aren't working, but we're never grateful for when it's working. Okay. Yeah. So if you notice, if you go into a bathroom, you're like, what, what is the toilet paper doing on the floor? Right. It's so wet. I'm like, is this water? Is this pee? I don't know. And it's like, but we're like, man, these people don't clean well. But then if it's clean, we're not like so grateful that someone like, cleaned, you. Yeah. you know? And so that's, that's really important. And I think what you hit on even too is a gratitude for the other person and for, for yourself. The so the, yeah. the, when I first really, this first hit home, I was on a missions trip. And I remember like bawling because I actually was comparing myself to these other women leaders. And I'm like, I'm not like them. I'm not like her. And I remember like trying to run away and just deal with my own whatever. And I remember one of the staff workers was like, what's going on? Whatever. And I was just telling her, she's like, we're just being like, it's okay. You're awesome. She's like, 
I really, I really think you should ask the Lord to like show you a verse to really affirm you, but also show you their part. Cause he's like, but he's like, but she was, she said, you're, you're, you're not seeing your role, but you're also not celebrating their role. And I was like, Oh, and so when this verse was a verse that actually I like came to my mind the next day and I realized that I was not celebrating who God created them to be as women because I was so concerned with not being like them. And so I wasn't celebrating either of us. I was just trying to just, you know, and it just, it breaks my heart that we as women do that as well because we were told, or even men, men do this all the time. And I just want to, if any men are listening to this podcast, I just want to say there's room for you too, because we think men has it all together and men are like, I'm confident. Not always. (laughs) Definitely not. And so whoever we are, just thinking that like, we need to really, you know, look to other people for as role models and ask for tips and ask for guidance, but stop trying to be like them because we're not meant to be. Yep. None of us are the same. God created us. He knew our whole plan while we were in our mother's womb. And I'm like, okay, well, you thought about me. So I obviously there's a reason why I'm here. And so like, I am the way I am. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, we just really want to encourage you to really ask yourself what areas, not just of food, your body, but of your life, you know, whether it's in your body, your relationship with food, your relationships, your relationship with God, your career, your finances, like whatever it is, where are you comparing yourself to someone else and how can you shift that? And it maybe it's affirmations. Maybe it's a practical step of just working through it. Because sometimes it just takes a while to work through. I'm not going to say, oh, just change your thoughts, honey. No. (laughs) It doesn't work. (laughs) It takes a long time. So we just really want to affirm you and just say that, you know, there's no flaw in you and really, but you need to do that work of affirming yourself um, in that. Mm. So. Absolutely. So I just want to thank Nikki for helping me with the first four parts. The fifth one, I'm going to go solo to kind of talk about the program a little bit more. Nikki, thank you so much. Anything else you want to share as we wrap up? No, man. Like you guys are awesome. Women, men, whoever's listening, you guys are awesome. And you are enough as you are. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So good. And make sure you check out the blog to um, Nikki's blog and make sure you check out the link with all her stuff. Talk about eggs and donuts on Insta is where she mainly is Instagram, but you can go to her blog posts as well. Eggsanddonuts.com. So excited. I was like secretly, no, I very vocally told her she needed to. Yeah. She, I want to thank Brie first of all (laughs) for me. She was like, you just need to do this. And I'm like, you know what? You're right. Like I've been waiting and waiting. Like actually I can be making small steps while life is happening, you know? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm all about like, just do it, you know, and you figure it out along the way and you perfect it along the way. And, but then you got a base of things, right? Like I remember when I first started my blog, it was a struggle. Like, I don't know. I don't even know if I have some pictures up for some of them. I was like, I remember my first blog post was like, I know we should probably wait to think that I literally was like, I'm so excited. I just want to post now. So I'm going to post now. <laughs> Whatever. It is now. <laughs> so anyways, thank you so much, Nikki. It was a pleasure. Thank you, too. Thank you. Yes. Awesome. Well, okay, guys, thanks so much. Make sure to check the blog post for stuff on the journal, the master classes, and this um, program. But I'm going to talk in the next episode more about everything, so definitely stay part next week. Well, I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Be Healthy and Thrive podcast, and I hope you are leaving 
feeling equipped, encouraged, and empowered to truly be healthy and thrive in your whole health and life. So share this podcast with others, subscribe, and let me know how it impacted you. And of course, be sure to check out the corresponding blog post that has all the links to the free goodies that were mentioned during the episode. That's it for me for now, but I will see you soon on the next episode. Bye.